All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is post-draft day podcast coming from your girl, AJ Princess. Welcome to Birds of a Feather, the co-ed edition. This is going to be just strictly opinion, thoughts, venting, in my opinion. Uh, The co-ed edition, I'm bringing my boy back, Eddie B. What's up? Hey, what's up, AJ? All right. So, Eddie knows how I truly feel about this draft result. Um, I'm not going to give a grade because my grade kept going between like F and C. Um, because, what, yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, we got history here and I'm just kind of seeing a pattern in the front office that I'm, I'm tired of seeing. But anyway, so basically, like I said, Birds of Feather, this is an open forum where both of us, you know, me and Eddie can basically say what we feel about what this draft will mean. Does it mean anything? Will it mean anything come September? Um, do we have to worry about, you know, QB controversy, quote unquote? Um, me personally, I have thoughts, but I'm just going to let Eddie take the floor first because I don't want to interrupt him. And I just want to hear what he thinks of some of the prospects that we now have. Edward, the floor is yours. Okay. Well, you know, so, you know, I'll start from the beginning then. No, um, Go ahead. I, Jalen Rager, I like it. I mean, it's it makes sense. He he's a guy who can play everywhere on the field. He's not just a. We don't need we don't need eight slot guys. We don't need a bunch of guys standing in the middle of the field waiting for the ball. That's not what we need. So, I mean, and and he and the kid's a burner. I mean, you see his uh, you see his uh, forty time, even though right. the time that they say is forty seven, mm-hmm. but he's also ran a four three too. Right. So, I mean, and all through his career, high school, you know, beginning college and stuff like that, he's ran 4-3. So, the, kid, the kid's fast. If you look at the right. tape on him, you can, he's a lot faster than 4-7. No, 4-4. Four, four, four. Yeah, I did see the clip. Like, that's fast. He's running. He's leaving everybody in the dust. In the dust. <laughs> right. All he needs yeah. is space and opportunity. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and we've been suffering in the whole yak position. So, hey. If that mm-hmm. helps us, I'm okay with that. Number two, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence with this one because I think it could have been later. Ah, exactly. I mean, it could have been later. Could have right. waited to the third. But I kind of right. see what they were doing because I think that the Patriots were going to take him or somebody who really needed a quarterback was going to steal him. So I think they kind of disappointed things, but I don't think they should have did it. So nope. Him. Uh. Number three, one of my favorite positions in football, linebacker. <laughs> um, I, I think that um, I, I don't know much about this kid, but apparently he's, he's decent, solid. So, and we we haven't had any consistency at linebacker in what years? Yeah, since Jordan so, Hicks. Yeah, and you want to go back a little further? You can even say Trotter. Wow, yeah. We definitely have not had any Axemen type at all. Oh, yeah, we haven't had a consistent crew. Like, we used to have, we had Trotter, Emmons, who was the other guy? It didn't matter who the other guy was on two of them. They were the most dominant, yep. Yeah, yeah, Carl, you couldn't go on the weak side. You couldn't even get on the weak side with Carlos over there. No, no. We need need some guys to mark the territory and and linebacker is something we haven't seen in years. So, yeah, go ahead. So, hopefully, that kid brings it. So, we'll see. Um, Pick four Wallace, I like the safety pick. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys are high in him. He comes from a good school. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. that school recruits well. So, mm-hmm. and plays he, he he plays with a chip on his shoulder. And that's what we need. Right. Oh, I mean, I, and his safeties to play like that are you very deadly. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. And the kid seems hungry. So, yeah, been all over Twitter. Yeah, uh, Jake Dris- Driscoll, uh, Jack Driscoll, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, tackle. I like that because we need, mm-hmm. we need we need we need to build some tackles. Mm-hmm. Goes like a kid in the sixth too, I think, or the seventh. Uh, who hurt his knee? Who's supposed mm-hmm. to be one of the he was one of the best offensive linemen in this draft too, but okay. he hurt his knee. Stuff dropped a little bit. Yeah, well, but he, doesn't play, he doesn't have to play right away. No, so he's a steal. I mean, he can keep him and develop him. Exactly. Because we got time to heal. You know what I'm saying? We we got to get young. We were the oldest team in the league last year. The right. oldest and oldest, oldest right. and slowest. That's two of the slowest. worst things. Oldest and slowest. Yep. So, you know, we'll see. Um, John Hightower, wide receiver. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, sneaky pick because if you, I think uh, I forgot the guy's name on um, on ESPN was saying that he really likes him and he thinks that he's gonna be one of the sneak still sleepers in the draft. Mm-hmm. Cool. One of these guys that you should, everybody should pick because he has he has like all the fundamentals. He has huge catch radius. His only mm-hmm. knock is that he's got to put on. Right, which can be done so, if he's here and eat some cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, and he's young. He's a young kid. Right. He hasn't grown to his body yet. Right. I mean, he's, uh, was he 6'2", 189? Yeah, that's yeah. that's like 189, yeah, he, he needs to be like 200 at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll, hey, they'll get him up. I know. Yep. And the kid's got a vert- insane vertical, so, because he's so mm-hmm. tall. Uh... Sean Bradley, I don't know much about, but hey, it's another linebacker. Temple, the, TU, yeah, local, local boy. Local I don't know where boy, he's from, don't actually, but I don't either. But, but yeah, I knew he was. If he's from he, Temple, that's good. But he knows the city. He knows what he has to deal with. Right. He was with a good. Co- he was with a good coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I don't know Quiz Walk. Quiz Walk. Do you know anything about him? No, but it looks like it sounds like he's a uh, one of the faster ones too. Yo, well, did you see the speed list for uh, for what our, uh, our yeah. passing game next yeah. uh, season? It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So, we got some. We definitely fulfilled the burner option. So yeah. Yeah, I mean the slowest one is our boy Alshon. Trip <laughs> <laughs> Walker. We're gonna but talk you know about what? Well, you know, I give him a pass on that. Yeah. He also is so. He, him Get and uh, him and Foles kind of played like they were both basketball players in my opinion so I think that's why he worked so well with Foles but you know he worked well with Carson before he got injured too so whatever well if you look if you look at his stats his stats with Carson are great yeah he was people fine keep, people, people keep saying oh well he didn't get along with Carson well he has more touchdowns with Carson than anybody I'm about to say I mean Carson <laughs> won him 13 they, they won 13 games together before he went down so people seem to forget about that but okay anyway go ahead yeah <laughs> Yep, and um, so oh, the guy that was talking about Prince uh, Tega, mm. yeah, his name. We know, look, we know Prince. Everybody's just saying we're gonna start calling him just Prince. Yep, come PT. <laughs> he looks like another Brandon Brooks type. 
Yeah. Kind of husky. I mean, if he if he got emotional as soon as he got he got picked, and I said, well, good. I mean, that just shows you know he can't wait to prove. He was gonna be higher. He was supposed to go in the second round. Yeah. So. I did hear. Yeah, that's why I felt bad for him. But hey. I felt bad for him too. Hey, you know what? He's got got now. Look, I mean, and, and it doesn't mean he's not even going to get used because, you know, we, we seem to have a lot of guys that went down last year in all, all uh, the positions. So you just never know when his time will come. Oh, yeah. And it's always good to have some minor rotation. You never know. Yeah, rotation is important. Because you know, we're going to have to move somebody to center yeah. soon. Yep. And people yep. saying, let's see him up. Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus that he can he can probably replace Kelsey, but I don't know. Because he's he's played center before. I mean, yeah, I guess he's had to because Chelsea Kelsey's only come out a couple times or missed a game one, rarely, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm so, gonna I'm gonna miss Kelsey. I am too. But you We're know, what, but you know, honestly, I would love to see another like big old fat center like we used to have. <laughs> yeah, like Hank Fraley days. Yeah. Uh, yep. was it Harris? The other guy, uh, Jamal Jackson. Yeah, yeah, we need big boys. Todd didn't play center, did he? No, he was. Todd was a OG. He was a guard. Yeah, guard. Yeah, he was mostly guard. Mm -hmm. But But yeah, yeah. you're right. When Kelsey's gone, it's gonna be. He's gonna be one of them alumni. Everybody's gonna want to come back every now and then because, like Dawkins, he has legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And the last guy uh, was his name. Uh, he's an edge rusher. Not a lot of. Uh, I don't know about him. People didn't talk about him too much. What was uh, it, Tooney or, Tooney or something? I don't. Uh, you know, I'd be surprised if he's not. If he just ends up being on a practice squad or somebody that they sign. Yeah. And guys take his, you know, take yeah. push him out. Right. I mean, they say he's good, but he's got a lot yeah. to learn apparently. He's got a lot to learn. He's a project, and it'll be one of those things. Like, like you said, like if he ends up being like almost, uh, like, linebacker. Yeah, I mean, you never know. He might end up being just kind of a hybrid that they that they just need a basic thing filled when the season yeah. gets, you know, more grueling. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't love this draft. I didn't hate this draft. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think it just comes down to the fact that you know how he needs a football guy in his ear when he's doing this. Yeah, uh, which is exactly why I can see why Joe Douglas was ready to start on his own in the Jets, but um, we still miss I mean, his. I kind of had Joe Douglas. If we had Joe Douglas, <laughs> right now it'd be great. I personally am all for. I'm sorry, you're not done. Go ahead. Yeah, because you know how he's how he's a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. He's like. An, He's a numbers guy. He he can work magic with that cap room. We have twenty seven million for the cap. Yeah. Yeah. And and I do like and I do like the fact that we literally, you know, took took Marquis Goodwin from. I was going to say from 49ers, yeah, because he had a big a, tag, like, what, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Stamps and something, pretty much. <laughs> they said they got for a steal, and you know he's only going to they restructured his contract actually recently. The, the most recent thing I saw. So yeah, and they um so what it, they gave up they dropped down what twenty spots mm-hmm. got yeah. they kept flipping a lot up, after like one twenty plus got a pick in the sixth round too yeah for, and also for something for next year right so they flipped them for two mm-hmm. so it's like 
pretty much just gave him a, handed him over mm-hmm. for nothing. Mm-hmm. So those so. are the kind of deals I, I like seeing how we do because those are the ones that he can do. Well, and that's <laughs> and that's where it was, that was the only impressive part of it. That's why I probably said C plus because I think that was the only thing that impressed me through the whole draft. So yeah, I mean, we started with eight, walked away with walked away with ten players plus mm-hmm. one if you want to mm-hmm. count good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, all in all, I mean it's solid. Not it's not it's not it's not a block. It's not gonna blow blow the doors off anything. But it's a solid draft. Mm-hmm. You know, we want because we we want to see the flashy draft. That's that's what everybody wanted. Right, and we just but didn't people, want that. We didn't want that fear of not knowing. <laughs> you know, Carson may yeah. go down again. Yeah. Nobody wanted to think that way anymore. Yeah, but if you gotta realize we gotta get better. I mean, we and to do so, we gotta get younger. So right. this influx of young talent has to happen, and has to happen somehow. You can't yeah. keep waiting. Keep waiting is going to get older and yeah, older and older, and then we're going to look like we did when Rich Kotite days. We're going to be fucking horrible. Excuse me, my language. Well, we're going to well, be horrible. My that's my point. That's what I was. That's why I we're got be horrible for years to come if we went if we went down that road of not if we traded all these picks away and like right. did all these dumb things, bought old players in, and just keep doing that cycle again. Yeah, that's what I was what scared I of. See. That's the one thing I did not want to see. Mm. So, I mean, what did what did you what did hey, you think of the overall for, format? Like, did you think it's better this way, or do you think like there's going to be aspects uh, that they need to keep? Um, I I don't know about the whole. It slows things down a lot. Okay. It's because of you know technology and what if somebody's internet pops out or. Mm-hmm. make a deal mm-hmm. or and, I, and the kid you know and I feel bad for some of the kids because they didn't get the experience what all these other players get the experience that whole fanfare that stage of oh I yeah. need to walk out the dramatic you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you know I get to meet I get to meet these people and they get to sit down and have, actually have real FaceTime not FaceTime mm-hmm. with, <laughs> with the actual coaches. quote unquote FaceTime <laughs> yeah so, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just how I felt about it. You know, I wasn't like, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to do on the street. I'm ready to see our team get to a point where we can be good for years to come and not just, right. oh, let's, let's become a solid team again. Because if we become, if we ever go back down that road yeah. and be like the Browns and the, yeah, like these other teams are, I don't, I never want to see that again. I remember though. I grew up in those times of like, you know, right after uh, before Reed took over the Eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so bad. Nineteen ninety nine, before two thousand, when I wasn't really tuning in, but I knew they weren't anything to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I used to watch those years with my dad and my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so bad. Mm-hmm. I stayed. You see, I stayed a fan as a kid. You know? yeah. like, <laughs> I stayed a fan, but just a matter. I remember those days of just like, oh. Why my team? Why is my team so bad? You know? Right. And you look at and you look at the Cowboys are so good at that time. Right. You know, all the other teams are good. Right. Right. So. Which ju- which justified all the Philly frauds that are out there that still love Dallas to this day. Um, oh, yeah. Don't. I don't. I don't even want to talk about that. That's, that's my point. That's how it empowered them because that's all we knew was that he sucked and they didn't. I'd love to put them on a bus and drive them all right to Dallas. <laughs> And, and how hard that would be for me to do because my own brother I had to put my brother on that bus too <laughs> yeah, I, 
if it I will go visit him. I still love him, but he's yeah. a Dallas fan, so Yeah. I had cousins <laughs> in New Jersey. Um my late uncle that passed away but like five years ago, he was a big cowboy fan, but he would always tell me that he didn't like the way the Eagles did business. And I didn't believe in that until this draft that it finally hit me. I said, I see a pattern developing with this front office. And I feel like sometimes they just aren't always on the same page. Um, but just to, you know, throw my little two cents in here, I'm just going to overly say that I had mixed feelings from the minute that Jalen Hurts was picked because I felt like that killed any momentum of them trying to get any decent um names that were like first rounders like i just felt like it was impossible that we could mess up the one pick we had in the first round like i thought for sure they could come out with all those top names and come out with at least one and for them to grab him it just threw my whole thought process off i was like because even analysts at that moment were like what like, oh yeah it was a shocking pick very shocking it was like and i'm like here they go i'm like are they doing this just to make news because they feel like this is cool to like do something totally opposite of what they were talking they wanted to do for carson like why would you get a quarterback and then my head said i think it depends on who it was like if it had been the guy they just drafted today from udfa that's a a, a quarterback i might would have been like all right okay this is someone they're gonna groom cool it was just the fact that they did a right after the CD Lamb shock. And it was just kind of like, did you just see what Dallas just did to you? Like, you don't want to get another, at least one wide receiver in the first round? Like, really? So that's where my my thinking went. And then the fact that they showed Doug and Howie looking so happy. And I just wanted to be like, why the freak are y'all smiling? I said, y'all just threw, y'all just threw Carson under the bus again. Cause now his butt's going to be like, yo, Y'all have already decided I'm going to go down this year, even though I finished a regular season for once in like two, three years. But you're basically saying we don't feel secure with you. So that's what threw me and then watching E-Rock go off. I could see why he was going off because his whole point of view was like, you gave this guy this money. So now what you're saying in hindsight is we don't have any faith in you, but just in case shit goes down, we're going to get somebody who's coming out of a division that, you know, he pretty much dominator for the most part and you know I get it he's an athletic guy he's definitely a, a better backup than obviously Nate Sudfeld or, or Josh McCown but I want Josh McCown to stay because I think he's good for the vet presence um, oh, yeah. he's 40 something I understand that but there are other vets that they could have grabbed but they didn't and I don't even know yet what's going to really truly happen because you know what happens after the draft once they get the UFDAs then they end up trading people like stuff just starts happening so a lot of people wanted to rationalize after the initial shock like the next day is that maybe how he's setting this up for later to find a package to, to put him in to get Alshon out of here so all I can think of is that. And then that rationalization kind of went out because I said, well, Alshon isn't isn't worthy of getting traded because nobody wants that money um, on their back because Howie gave him money that he shouldn't have given him too early. And then he got hurt. So that's Howie's problem. So once again, my pattern is with him is that he always has to make up for something he, he fucked up the year before or prior. And that's how he ends up having to recycle the roster all the time because he never has enough to spread because he can't commit to anybody because he makes snap decisions at the weirdest times. That's what I hate. It's not the picks necessarily. It's just his process of thinking and drafting that pisses me off, you know, and it's always ends up being something that goes against a good team because then when the team does get hot, the next year they can't all stay together because of financial issues. That's my point. 
that's why I was mad. It wasn't so much even just the picks. I was glad he he knew better than to sleep on all the guys that could have fell to him even in the beginning of the fourth and fifth round. But whatever. I mean, every every player that most of the guys on the stream wanted were not picked at all. And I thought, okay, maybe they don't know as much as they think. But, you know, K.J. Hill was still sitting there. I know the guys were mentioning K.J. Hill. And then he ends up going to the Chargers. So I was like, all right, I'm confused. So are any of these quote-unquote good guys, are they really good, I guess, in Howie's eyes? Because apparently from what he said, all he, he asked himself after the playoffs was that he wanted speed, he wanted hunger, you know, and he wanted young. And so that's great and good, but you can't tell me that Justin Jefferson doesn't fulfill a need or uh, even Claypool, who I was obsessed with. I wanted Claypool. Um, I thought he was pretty solid in his combine. I'm not really... Uh, I don't put a lot of stock in combines, though. Say it again. I don't put a lot of stock in the combines, though, because... No, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a measure for out. Guy, guy can have a great one, and then... Right. Yeah, or he can I mean, have look, a horrible look, one, and then everyone thinks that determines where he ranks, and then he ends up being a better pick. Yeah. I mean, so, look, should Brian Dawkins fell, what, like, fifth round to us? Right. Draft? You know, I mean, and... <laughs> Brady said I mean, himself. He was like, he was pick 199. Yeah, what does it matter? Westbrook was an undrafted rookie. <laughs> yeah, it's just, a, it's just a formality. And I realize now that even with this whole being on quarantine, it's made me realize that a lot of stuff that people do out of tradition for football and basketball and all these major sports, they don't really need to do because it was just excess. Like, there's some stuff that they yeah. could probably streamline and cut down now that they're forced to only be able to do certain things without close quarters. Oh. And, and because of the less contact, I mean, we had right. to, a lot of people had to think differently. You and can't go out. Yep. And see, you can't go out and see these guys do actual work. You can't and, bring yeah. them in. Right. You can't do that. You can't do that. that and it's yeah. like okay. It's like okay. So now I'm gonna go based on. I'm gonna talk to this kid. I'm gonna see. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of person like that video I sent you today about the guy talking about oh well yes. <laughs> if I interviewed him I would never drafted his ass <laughs> there's a crap out of me he wants to kill people yeah yeah I mean that's just uh, okay yeah. this is how you feel yeah. alright so I guess uh, do I want to save your bonus check for bail money or do I want to right right <laughs> You're right. You're right. So, no, that was a disadvantage too. And I thought maybe that was another reason why Howie was trying to be so safe. Because maybe part of it is I didn't talk to yeah. this kid. I can't go with him. You know, if I never talk to him, I don't know what he's like. So I'm just going to move on. Well, you even saw it in free agency. In free agency, a lot of guys went safe because they were like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you can't tell me there's no reason why Cam Newton shouldn't be signed by somebody right now. Yeah, but Jameis Winston is now backing up Drew Brees. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Cam Newton doesn't. Because yeah. they don't know. Okay, one, they don't know if he's hundred percent yet because of his right. injury. Right. Don't know, and they have to play that guessing game. And it's mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it sucks. This is what's this is what we're reduced to right now. But right. I mean, it's but smoke this, and mirrors at the same time. It's smoke and mirrors because you realize a lot of this—the timing of when we had to be all put on lockdown. Um, it, it's just showing you how many things that they normally used to put into. Uh, you know, into action before the season was even done that they can't physically do. So it limits 
some of their guesses for who they think is going to be better for what. So I was thinking about even after I was initially stopped being upset about it was that I was like, you know what, maybe Howie didn't get to talk to most of those kids. You know, maybe they really strictly only went to certain teams that they wanted to go to and let themselves be available. You know, it could have been a lot of factors. Yeah, I mean, well, Apparently, regular regular is not a kid that they didn't talk. They talked to him a lot, apparently. No, I heard that, but I I blew that off to be like, oh, they're they're only going to pick him because he's safe and his father played for the Eagles. That's how I looked at that. I mean, but, he was like their backup. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember you know, one move. I heard it. I, I realized who he was. Yeah, I mean, it would have been risky, but one I thought they could have tried to do if they really wanted uh, Ray Gardner in that. Like, yeah. if, what if but the thing is what if somebody picked maybe somebody was thinking about picking them but what if they backed down like traded down right and also the second too, round the early part of the second round gave up that, that first round pick and took them in the first or the second and then well, the one, you know, honestly, then nobody would have cried about that pick if that's what they did true I mean coulda shoulda woulda I know but even after like um, Jalen was picked that AJ Espinessa guy that was a dif- defensive guy they should have got him you know, like they definitely needed an edge, and I thought he was right there. And I said, "Why don't they just get this kid?" You know, so it's just like it seemed like every after every pick, there was another reason for how it had just have waited till it came down to him. Yeah, it was and things were not in their position because we don't. Yeah. It's, like, it's like people in the military say, "You don't know what happens when bullets start flying over your head." No, you know? and I, I even felt like. I even felt like all the pressers that I saw, like I even felt how he was trying to convince himself, like that I'm li- literally doing this not to screw Carson. Like we signed him, yeah. he's a quarterback, whatever. This is an insurance policy. And then when he said that, I was like, oh God, don't say that because that sounds even worse, man. Now you're really saying when Wentz goes down, oh. this guy can show up. And it just kind of made everybody who hates Wentz because he's always injured even more justified. You know, like that's what I, I, I want all those haters, those haters to stop me and Eagles fans and leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm sick of those guys. Yeah. I'm sick of those people who just say, "Oh, well, he's never played a full season. He never did this. Uh, he's played two full seasons." Okay? Thank you. I, I said two and out of four, two out of five is not bad. Excuse me, considering your football. Only, only, I mean, he won third. Was it 13, 12 games? Thank you. And Thank people you. keep doubting. This man came in and threw a touchdown pass on a, a busted ACL. Right. So Thank you. This kid is not tough. Yeah. Yeah. They kill me. I'm and like, they, dude could barely feel his knee and he still found a ball to get to Alshon on his hip. Like, come on. Yeah. Who does yeah. that? Nobody does that. And, and he showed to us that he's mentally tough too last year because you know what? He threw for what? Five, what, five, four thousand yards with only one receiver. Over, over a thousand, over 500. That's what it was, right? That was the stat. Yeah, I did see that. And I said, that's, that's a hot freaking mess. You basically went to the playoffs with nobody. You know what I mean? Like, you literally put that the rest of that team into motion. You made Greg we Ward. Were, we were out of it. Like, like a couple we games did, left. We pretty we much were. It. And we did that to ourselves. But if you got guys like JJ, who was afraid to catch a damn ball in the end zone, you know, and, and Nelson decided to tune out, and then Alshon was hurt, and then obviously Deshaun went down early. So, yeah, you're, you're basically working with skin and bones, you know? And, yeah, but well, to, you know, for them to play possess them four games, I was happy. Yeah. Uh, all I'm going to say is AJ is in three months when he put these pads on. We'll see. <laughs> It'll be a different you know, thing. I know. You separate the men from the boys. You know, that's just what happens. So, Honest, honestly, you know, all this talk, it won't mean nothing if these kids don't show up when it's hot and, and, and it's I, cold. And, yep. And I 
bet you when these if these kids if half these kids make an impact mm-hmm. in some form or fashion they got some guys that can do a special team that special teams have been sucking it, yeah they got some you're guys right. that can do some special teams work and that's that, yes. those runs when we were successful a lot and winning a lot of games special teams is really good too yeah when when so, uh what's his name was still on the team um that went out on injury um yeah. You know, the bald, bald head guy. When he was on there, that's when special teams started shining again. Yeah. Marigos was the man. He was an animal. Marigos. He, he, was, he yeah. was crazy. And that's why he hurt himself so bad because he played so hard. But um, you're right. I mean, they said that Sean Bradley might most likely started special teams, which might be good for him. You know, um, it'll be it'll show his versatility and then he'll know how the field looks by like his second year. So. I, I feel like a lot of these kids will learn and learn fast. Right. But gonna be our, gonna be in our kick returner because that's what he did. I mean, we haven't had anybody since Sproles who's done it consistently. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that they weren't. I, I know in hindsight, they all suited a purpose. I get that. I just felt like every drive, every draft comes out the same kind of scru- excruciating way as a fan to watch because you're just yeah. feeling like they're going to do oh. something stupid. So, yeah, we're so used to getting beat down in that aspect. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the Negadelphian <laughs> came out. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I claim it. I'm still a little Negadelphian, but we're, we're, I, we're, we're, we're gun shy when it comes to all that still. So it's just like I we know. cringe at every thing. Like, oh my god, my, like, this is yeah. We don't trust. We don't trust, and we always think we know more than we do. And I understand that. I know a lot of these, mostly the passionate fans of social media, are younger and probably haven't been here long enough to know what the Eagles' history is, but. They also are reading and writing and doing their blogs and they know and they're reading stats. And I'm just looking at it from the perspective of I test. I just know every year there's always something stupid they do after they do something good. And that pisses me off, like having to sit through another year where you don't know where this team is supposed to be. And you just worry that you're, they're putting Wentz in a position to want to press again and improve. And I don't want him to feel that way, but I feel like even at the end of that last game, he realized that kind of crap happens to the quarterbacks all the time. That so could happen though, to anybody. It could happen to Brady. It could happen to anybody. I mean, come on. But it was just he wanted to come back in. You saw him. He was mad. He did. He did. And I don't blame him. But I knew once he wasn't in there, I said, "God dang it!" And I said, "We might even see Greg Ward play because you know, once once his name had pulled his his muscle or whatever, he was still trying to play." Oh my god! Oh my! All right, man. Remember what you did in uh, what's name? Right. You ready? Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I know they're gonna be like Greg Ward. Like, just bring it back. Bring back the memory. But, uh, I mean, I'm going to be surprised if I wasn't as quarterback on the team. Well, uh, they up they up the amount of guys you're allowed to dress this year. Yeah, because they know, because they they also know that well, just stuff well, has been happening. Well, and also they're adding uh, because they're oh, they're extra, adding um, extra game, more games, yeah. so they they got to give these they got to give more roster. You can't have a 53 man roster when you're adding uh, what, another game or two to the season. Yeah. It's less preseason and if they if they practice late in training camp, then yeah, you're also talking about less time to be conditioned. So yeah, you're right. There's gonna be a lot of factors they're gonna need their backups more than ever. So we saw you thought you saw injuries last year. Wait till that happens. Right. When you you got a bunch of you got two three hundred pound men running into each other for like a month, you know. And yeah, it's gonna be a shock to your system, especially if you haven't been doing anything in the off season. Um, Something's gonna break, <laughs> right? Right, and so yeah, human human body can take so much. <laughs> only so much banging. It's only natural. That's why it's good to have backups that are reliable. That's why last year was amazing that they even still got in, slid into the playoffs because they pretty much depleted yeah. everybody. Well, so. they got to take that. Look at the, the win last year that they were able to actually accomplish something. 
right and build and on it more and, and on. forget about it now clean slate mm-hmm. it's a whole mm-hmm. new thing it's a whole new thing but you know what I, I, as much as we're all worried i'm worried about carson personally i'm realizing like he's about to be a dad so i really don't even think he's giving himself time to even be pissed he's probably worried about more his wife delivering uh-huh. safely so if he's about to yeah. be a dad i think that's last from his mind worried about the thing seems pretty grounded yeah he's pretty grounded things ground in his faith and i think he's just gonna i think he's gonna take this and just like he did with the whole people calling him out as not being a leader he right. took the team put him on the show first last year he became that leader so i think he's just gonna okay let's move on let's just go let's just go let's yeah go. i think he i think it snapped in him by that last part where they were almost about to be out of it i think it's something in him snapped and said whatever's holding me back i need to let it go now because i gotta get this ball out i gotta get you know he just he just started slowly kind of improving a little bit on his release and there was just little things he was doing again like running again and finding people and ducking and all that stuff he was back to normal and you realize oh crap he's back you know like i felt like he wasn't holding himself back anymore and i think that's what he needs to do he just needs to be a gunslinger yeah it's risky but I also think he knew there were times that he didn't need to, and he did stop, and he did yeah. just chuck it. So I feel like it's it's just building. And so, yes, it took longer, and yes, he's 27, but all the more reason for it to be even sweeter when everything connects on top of the on the receivers. Because once they get that connection, it's gone. I mean, it's, it's curtains. All you need to do is give this team space and opportunity, and don't let it happen more than once, because God forbid our fans are obnoxious. And when everybody who hates you know what's going on now turns and starts loving it mm-mm. it's a wrap it's such a wrap for the city we, we yeah. i don't know if we can take super bowl part two because that's going to destroy the damn city oh my god they'll burn the city down they will literally <laughs> burn what they didn't burn last time so that's why i'm worried like it's, it might be a lot too soon to take or, or maybe maybe we'll see the opposite they'll be a little they will humble themselves finally <laughs> Well, you know, also because all the people who probably think he would ever win one, and if he does, then everybody would be like, all right, okay, I'm happy, you know, but they're not probably going to be like the first time because you never forget that first win. This time, I think it'll yeah. be a little bit more like, it'll be cool, but it'll be like, you know, I'm glad he proved me wrong. I really wasn't a fan, and now he's really shown to me that he's capable of winning us a championship. So... Yeah, I'm not, I think he is, you know... It may not be next year because you're coming up mm-hmm. and it could be it could be a year down the line right and who knows you know who knows if he's if, if he's gonna be here three years from now you know you, you know the nfl you know it means not for long no i agree and it, but you know it also could just be the opposite it, he, he he may totally or he could be here for like 10 years i'm just saying because he just may be the type of person that really was like when i say i love philly i said i love philly like i'm not trying to leave and so it just may be one of those things he's decided all the problems he's been going through is a proof to you know he may translate it just in a christian like way like i would just looking at it like every piece of adversity or time of adversity I go through is proving that I'm better than, you know, I'll be better every time. And so he may not look at it like this is it for me. He may look at it like, no, I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to stop taking advice and just be, you know, and I hope you guys. That's all you got to do. Just play. Just just press and play. Just don't press, excuse me, and play. But all right, yeah. so I, I went over my rule of twenty minutes, but that's what happens when we get passionate. So I'm, I just wanted to, I just wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, we usually get on a roll. So you get on a roll, and you know, like there's gonna be more coming. So I'm sure we'll get together another week or so because they said Howie's not done. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna promise to be a little 
more consistent on jumping on with you. So. Well, hey, hey, look, me too, because sometimes I don't feel like there's a need to talk, but yet I get pissed off and I get sick of tweeting, so I just start popping well, off. Sometimes it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's release. Good it's a release. It's yeah, good therapy. therapy. I mean, I've been retail therapist. I've been working out, but sometimes my mouth just needs to, you know, just spew crap. <laughs> but anyway, but I appreciate you as always, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon because, like I said, they said they weren't done, and I know how these things work. Usually, a week from now, we hear some dramatic trade or something's going to happen. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's never it's never totally over. The fat lady hasn't been done singing, so yeah. But either way, that's our team. So I say, look, bring on the new bloods because if they're as excited as they they sounding right now, a lot of these guys, then that could be a whole bunch of new energy that we needed since last year. Yeah. So, you know, bring them on. Won't be, won't be such an old folk. Won't be such an old folks home this year. No, I think they blew the doors <laughs> off of that Novacare, and I think it's going to turn up even more. So God forbid, <laughs> give Deshaun that much more more kind of young, fiery energy and. Deshaun might go off, so you just never know. So, all right. Yeah, that, yeah, that may make him excited. It may make him excited. He can't. He he's already posting workout videos again. Like I think he might have got out of a slump and said, "Shoot, let me let me get." Well, you know, even that, that we didn't make the playoff. That we didn't make the next game because he was ready to come back. He was. So. He was, and we were at that game where he tried, and his body was like, "No, nah, you ain't there, bro. You ain't there." So, anyway, all right, homie. Well, we'll talk again. I, I definitely thank anybody who might have been still listening to the pod. Thank you for tuning in. If not, give me some feedback. I don't care. Um, we'll be back either way. The co-ed edition, um, Birds of a Feather, AJ's Suburban Princess. We'll be back. This is never going to be over. Draft Day continues with the next podcast. Talk to you guys soon. Bye, Ed.